0: Hello and welcome to Note Doctors, Summer Shorts. My name is Paul. My name is Jen. My name is Ben. And we are your hosts. We are all university music theory instructors who are passionate about music theory and music theory instruction. In these short episodes, we will be sharing with each other and all of you musical examples and teaching tips covering a wide range of topics. So if you want to know more about music theory and the most effective and innovative ways to teach it, this is the podcast for you. Well, welcome back, listeners, to Note Doctor's Summer Shorts. We are journeying through a number of music theory topics and sharing with each other and, and with all of you uh, musical examples that we might be able to use in future classes. So, we have talked about major and minor scales, examples of embellishing tones or non chord tones, depending on what book you use. Um, And modulations. We've been emphasizing musical examples by different marginalized composers or groups. So we've been focusing on composers of color, um, different genders, um, looking for younger uh, examples. So we kind of gave our, uh, had to be either less than 40 years old or that, that kind of actually, or ish. <laughs> fifty years old. Fifty years what old. What is young, anyway? What, right? I mean, we're all old now. I feel, I feel old. Um, and so, or at least it was composed when the person that was composing it was fifty years old. Something. It's it's a very very flexible rule there. <laughs> um, but this is our fourth installment, and today we are we are, we're getting into a more advanced theory topic. Something that would often be covered in like a theory three or even a theory four class. Augmented six chords. And so we are not focused. well we'll we'll see if we are focusing on one of the nationalities or not. Um, if it's if it's German, Italian, French, or or Swiss. There's Swiss augmented six chords. I've heard mm-hmm. those is there an Australian one? Or is that just an incorrect Reddit that no, I No, there's Russian. Read once? Russian there's is Russian. with the,
1: the major third, so Le Do. Ah. Mm-hmm. ah but it's go. not very common.
0: Indeed. That's right. Um, So we are um, looking at musical examples uh, that include augmented six chords. Um, And so let's see. um, I think Ben, you're going to start us off with our first example.
2: Yes. Welcome to the Duke. Duke Ellington I'm talking about. And like I said, augmented six chords uh, don't mean a thing if they ain't got that swing. So some of you probably know the tune, but... Maybe you haven't heard the augmented six, or at least maybe not focused on it. Uh, yeah, let's, let's hear it, Paul. If it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. Do what do want, do what you want, do what do what don't mean a thing if it ain't, God, that's ain't, right there, you know, your dominant seven built on, built on lay, so, or I always actually heard that as a, as a, what I would call a German augmented six, but, uh, now I'm, I'm actually just calling that augmented six five, actually, in, in my class, so that's maybe a thought, food for thought as well, but, yeah, it don't mean a thing, there it is, and it goes directly to five seven, you noticed, um, forgot that, has, uh, has the dominant seven, and... And then a minor one, of course. Yeah. So yeah, pretty cool. I thought that was nice to get in the, uh, the jazz style. Of course, Duke Ellington being one of my favorites for sure.
0: Yeah, and you know, that functions exactly how an augmented six is kind of supposed to, right? Going as a right, pre right. to that dominant. Can you explain a little bit more about that the six-five um, because that could be new to some listeners. Is why the distinction, or why why do you want to call it like that instead of just a you know German augmented six chord? yeah
2: i just uh, i guess i made the decision this year to just take away the um, national labels and just do the intervals above the bass so we would say augmented six and then we would just use the either six three four three or six five um yeah i don't know i thought it was good and i think some there was some uh discussion of that um recently in the um composers of color group that i was in i talked with a couple people about it and they I think they were kind of doing some of the similar thing, if not the same thing. So yeah, something to think about for everybody is maybe as you listen to this particular episode, you can think about, oh, what 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 do I do? Or what do you call mm-hmm. your augmented sixths? <laughs> <laughs>
1: we always get the question right like why do they have those names right and i'm always like it's arbitrary somebody just called them that and (laughs) it was not based on anything at all it was not because germans use one more than the french do or something it just is what it is
0: right right we
2: don't need them
0: I have to do silly things like, well, the French has the Ray in it, or the, the German has the May in it. But, right, I mean, right. that's just ridiculous,
2: right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just took it away entirely, and you just look at the intervals yeah. themselves, yeah.
0: Right. Well, it's just taking another layer off that could make it confusing, because that doesn't tell you anything about how it's constructed, Where whereas 6.5, <laughs> okay. Well, if you know a little bit of figured bass, you know how intervals, you know how um, yeah, to uh, label 7th chords and things like that, you know, it's, it's a natural natural, uh, uh a natural place to start. So very yeah. good. Great. All right, Jen, where do you have,
1: I also have a Duke Ellington example. Right. This is Duke <laughs> Ellington's caravan yes. and you're going to hear it right away. And it happens against a, like the melody is on. So all the time, but the augmented six, uh, you kind of raise up. So it's very dissonant against the, so that's in the melody mm-hmm. happens right out the gate in the very first phrase. So it's kind of hard to hear because the melody's on so, Mm -hmm. and so it's really just the other voices that are moving and they're not doing it very aggressively. So Mm -hmm. it's hard to hear, but it's a very typical one. It's an F minor um, Mm -hmm. or in the real book, it's an F minor and it goes from C seven to D flat seven. So, and then back to C seven. You don't get to F minor for quite some time though, not until the very end of the whole A section. It's the first time mm-hmm. you actually get the the full way to F minor. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this one because it's pretty easy for students to spot when I teach this in the jazz class. They can, I teach them to look for um, a, a dominant function chord that's resolving down by half step. That can also be of course, a tritone sub, but a tritone sub is going to go to something minor or major seven rather than dominant seven. So if you have a, you know, dominant seven that resolves down by half step to a dominant seven, that's what you're hunting for. And this one is right there in the very first line. So I like it for that reason. And of course, in jazz, there's really only the two augmented sixth chords. You don't have the Italian because it's essentially, you can't you would have to have a lead sheet that says omit five right. which would be just silly like you're not going to do that in jazz in jazz they're always adding everything on yeah. top of it up on top of what's there they're not going to be like oh leave this one out um so you just have the german you do see some french here and there but this one is just a straight up german and the french of course is written with the flat five so it would have it been in this case d flat seven flat five but that's yeah. not that's not this one yeah. so the major anyway, triad
0: is, with a flat five <laughs>
1: <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So strange, but oh, I love
0: that. Nice. Mm-hmm. And that voice leading is just so tight and mm-hmm. interesting and complex.
1: That's, yeah. Duke Ellington's amazing.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to go into the future get out of the swing period uh, for my example. <laughs> and we are going to listen to a, a song by Fiona Apple. And so if you did not grow up in the nineties and have sisters who listened to a lot of um, singer songwriter, indie song, indie singers in that period, you may not know who Fiona Apple is, but Fiona Apple is a uh, American singer songwriter born in 1977, still active. Um, classically trained pianist, and her debut album was in uh, 1996, and it contained songs written when she was 17 years old. And so she was only 19 when this came out, and um, the song that we're going to listen to is the single Criminal, which was the most uh, popular, or, or uh, the most well-known song from that uh, album t- called uh, Tidal, and T-I-D-A-L, not Title um, and actually received a Grammy Award for Best Female Vocal Rock Performance.
1: Yeah, you're taking me back here, Paul. Take
0: I know, I know. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> I just got to go listen to some Sarah McLachlan, some right? Jewel. Oh so, man. Yeah, I know, I know. It's good stuff. And so we're gonna listen to this, and this I have not listened. I had not listened to this song in a long time, um, but there's a lot of really cool things going on here. It's um, it sounds like it's in C major and C minor at certain points, and so we're gonna start on the pre-chorus and it actually. The C major is our one, and it has this kind of um, one, flat seven, four kind of um, a Sweet Home Alabama progression kind of thing at first. And then in the, the, the chorus, it slides to C minor, um, or actually, I'm sorry, I'm, a, I'm down a whole step. I'm looking at the, um, it's actually in D, so it goes from D major to D minor. Mm-hmm. Um, and but she uses that augmented six in both the end of the pre-chorus and in the uh, in the chorus as well. So let's take a listen. We'll start at the pre-chorus, and then uh, we'll go to the chorus. Mm-hmm. man, the 90s were great. Um, So, (laughs) in both those examples, you know, it's, again, that... it's you know a german augmented six chord that's sliding down to the to the five seven and though it she always goes to the four then before actually going back to the one so she this, this kind of gradual descent down there um and so it's a it's a actually similar example as as you guys where this again it's this like flat six chord with a you know minor seventh on it so a dominant uh, dominant seventh chord sliding down to that five um, and works really well and this song has has a weird modulation up to f major in the the bridge also a lot of um, blues notes so a lot of like the the sharp four so this has a lot of kind of fun things that you could throw in there um, and so that's a little fiona apple criminal
2: yeah it's fun to see where nice. sharp four goes and i always find that interesting to talk about in class like mm-hmm. if sharp four actually rises or if sharp four actually descends you know like right in the in the in mine you know it, it goes down because Mm-hmm. <laughs> mine too And then it was like In, all, uh, like in the jazz ones It's really cool mm-hmm. Sometimes it does Sometimes it doesn't And that's right. kind of One of the special I guess features that You can talk about Example to example mm-hmm. And then if it pertains To the lyric You know I right. don't know If uh, mine was ain't
0: improper grammar (laughs) well that's a nice thing to talk about because when you teach um, augmented six chords with classical music that sharp four goes up right that's one of the key rules right is that the expansion of that augmented six is that goes out but in each one of these examples that sharp four is actually slid down to the seventh (laughs) of your five Yep, and it sounds good (laughs) it does it works it works so Jen you have an A bonus, a bonus example for us, right? I
1: do. I do. I couldn't decide. So this is, (laughs) I I teach one that's easy for the students to spot in the jazz class, and then one where it's a little more buried, it's part of a chromatic line, it doesn't resolve directly to five, and instead it goes back to a a different predominant. Um, And so this is Billie Holiday's All Alone, Left Alone. This is one of six songs that she actually didn't record herself, so it's not very well known, Um, but she did write it the infamous and wonderful billy holiday so here it is all alone left alone and the the augmented six chord is also so oftentimes in jazz you have a that gets repeated then a b section that's the bridge and then the a comes back and this augmented six chord happens in the final a and it's really actually pretty unusual for the final a to be different from the first one so that's another kind of interesting thing because it shows them they can't just uh tune out those final eight bars they have sometimes they do change or are tweaked in that section so it's in the very final a of this opening head All right. So there's so much good stuff in here. It modulates a bunch of times. So this one is trickier for students. They have to follow. They have to really use chord function knowledge to find you know, the, the structures in here and the modulations in here. So the what leads up to that augmented six is um, we're in D minor, and you get G minor 7, E minor 7 flat 5, A7 sharp nine, and then it resolves deceptively to B flat major seven, (laughs) and then you get B flat seven, and then back to two, E minor seven flat five. So it's part of this, you get this, you know, B flat major seven would have the A, B flat seven, the A flat, and then the E minor seven flat five, the G, which is a common thing in jazz to have little chromatic lines like that, kind Mm of governing where the chords go, rather than how they would typically function. So that's why I really like this example. It's clearly, an, it's got this deceptive cadence and then this augmented six chord. It's great, it's a good one. And it's a not that well-known song, so it's also kind of yeah. exposing them to something new.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to that two or three more times. There was so much there. Tons. It was yeah. hard for me to take in in one, one time through.
1: <laughs> yeah. It modulates. It's in D minor, obviously, but it modulates to B flat and to F at various times. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's got a lot. There's a lot in it.
0: Yeah. I love that chameleon chord. Like, oh, you think it's just a deceptive resolution. Not so fast, <laughs> my friend. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's also an augmented six chord. Watch this. <laughs>
1: And that's good because in jazz, they're bad about, sometimes they're bad about associating quality and function. So a lot of Mm -hmm. them will see B flat seven and they'll be like, well, that's a six chord. And I'm like, it's not a six chord. What quality is a six chord? So I like this one, especially because it has six and then the augmented six chord back to back right next Mm -hmm. to each other.
0: That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, that's great. Well, uh finishes our quick little summer short for augmented sixth chord so hopefully these musical examples help you to kind of uh, think about some other musics and uh that you can use in your class if you're teaching this or just learning uh we will be back with another episode i think we're going to be talking about borrowed chords i think or Mm -hmm. modal Modal mixture mixture. whatever we want to call that (laughs) altered altered chords i don't know i don't even know uh (laughs)
1: We'll be back. We'll have our terminology straight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, till then, we'll see you then.